Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome again to Riding the Wave with Mark Healy. I'm your host. I am the managing editor of Rock- the Rockaway Wave, the Waves, Rockaway's newspaper since 1893. And we're going to be welcoming uh, Brian Dorries uh, on today's uh, program, uh, which is the second of a series of podcasts that we're doing concerning the theater of war. Theater of war is a dramatic reading of Sophocles' Ajax, which will be presented on April 17th at the Rockaway Theater Company's Post Theater at Fort Tilden from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Brian is the Artistic Director of Theater of War, and he'll be talking about, you know, why, you know, he started this program and, and, you know, the purpose of bringing it from community to community. He'll talk about why he's bringing it to Rockaway, and, you know, of course, the, you know, we talked about some of the reasons when we, when we, um, you know, we've done this before, you know, we have certainly, Alex Morph, we had him on yesterday, uh, one of the actors who will be taking part in Theater of War, we've also done this before um, a couple of years ago when Theater of War first came to Rockaway, so, um, there are those of you who are listening that are probably very familiar with what theater of war is, but for those who aren't, you know, the company presents these readings of Sophocles, Ajax uh, to military and civilian communities across the United States and Europe. These ancient plays are timelessly and universally depicting the visible and invisible wounds of war. By presenting these plays to military and civilian audiences, the hope is to destigmatize psychological injury, increase awareness of post-deployment psychological health issues, and disseminate information regarding available resources and foster greater family, community, and troop resilience. You know, that's, that's the message. Joining us now on the program is Brian Dorries, uh, the Artistic Director of Theater of War. Brian, good afternoon and welcome to the program. Oh, thanks so much. It's great to be here. Now, now, Brian, um, we talked a little bit about this with Alex Morph yesterday, one of the actors who's taking part of Theater of War. But um, I think it's important for our audience, uh, for those who weren't familiar with the last production that was was here two years ago, um, what at its core. What do you think theater of war, um, what, it, what, it, what is its purpose? So theater of war um, is, uh, you know, uh, we call it a public health campaign that uses ancient Greek tragedy as a way of opening up discussions about um, the cost of war, the impact of war on individuals, families, and communities. It's not just about veterans, though. It's, it is, it's really about crossing the divide and engaging civilians and those who uh, come from the military and veterans world in constructive, open, healing dialogue. 
um, you know, in some ways it's a performance, um, but in many other ways it's it's a it's kind of a unique opportunity for a guided discussion. And one of the reasons we perform uh, scenes from ancient Greek plays that really depict extreme human emotions is to set the stage for a conversation that wouldn't happen otherwise had we not performed the plays. It puts the audience in a space where they can talk about sometimes very difficult things and gives them per- permission across all sort of levels of experience and political perspectives you know, to, to voice their truths and their, their stories uh, in a way that I think is very different than um, you know, most uh, town hall meetings <laughs> about difficult subjects. Now, why Rockaway? I, I, I know that we didn't, you, you and I didn't get a chance to talk the last time you were here. I, I spoke to the actors that had taken part in the, in uh-huh. the production. Um, I didn't get a chance to speak to you, so I'll ask you uh, this time around, why, why Rockaway? Why does Rockaway make sense for um, a performance of, of Theater of War? Well, so this is a, a, a launch performance for a two-year initiative in New York City. I've just been named public artist in residence for New York City. And with the generous um, support of a major foundation grant, we're delivering 65 performances of all of our projects, not just theater of war, um, across all five boroughs of the next two years. And as part of the launch period for this residency, um, we're doing a performance in each borough. And so with regard to Rockaway, we'd, we'd performed there many times before with our Sandy project, um, the Book of Job, and once before with uh, Theater of War. And we felt that um, it would be a good place to begin to build buy-in as we continue to tour not just this one project, but we now have 18 other projects that all address pressing public health and social issues through this combination of live theater with very well-known actors and very talented performers and community discussion. So the idea is we'll do theater of war in Rockaway. And of course there's a large veteran population in Rockaway and, um, uh, and uh, many people who are, you know, who also serve in the police force and fire department, especially over in breezy Point, and um, begin that dialogue. And then in, with uh, in consortium with the uh, um, Queens borough president's office and the borough council um, begin to identify other pressing social issues that, folks not just in Rockaway but other parts of Queens would like to see addressed during my residency and um, and then either deliver projects for them that we already have um, we have projects on domestic violence alcohol and substance abuse police community relations gun violence um, or develop projects based on those community needs so we're we're kicking the tour off in Rockaway in many ways for Queens we intend to come back to Rockaway many times over the next two years um, with this fully funded grant. And we really just want to get people to come out and see the work so we can start a dialogue about what would serve the needs of Rockaway and other parts of Queens um, the best. You know, the, the response uh, was incredible uh, for the last performance. I heard so many good yeah. things from people about how well it went. And, you know, as a former actor myself, uh, I always enjoyed doing readings, um, and especially those readings that had some kind of interactive aspect to it or piece to it following the production, whether it was a, you know, whether it was a, uh, you know, for backers that you wanted them to invest in the play, you know, it was always something that, you know, was required of someone doing a reading. And as I was talking with Alex yesterday, um, you know, this is 
completely different in the sense that you know you there's a powerful emotion that happens following the performance of theater of war that you know some actors might not be comfortable with because it's you know so much more real than the characters that they're playing um have you ever had an actor uh, and of course, you don't have to mention any names. Uh, but have you ever had an actor that once presented with that reality that they would have to do that following the the, the reading, uh, said, "No thanks, Brian. That's a little too intense for me." Well, look. I mean, the actors serve a purpose in our work, and the purpose is to get you know to to, to really deliver this ancient material we perform in order to set the stage for the conversation. And from my perspective, the real performance is what follows the reading. And that's when people get up and share, as you just discussed, you know, real emotions, real stories. And some of those stories and some of those things that are shared, you know, by veterans, by service members, by family members, by caregivers, by concerned citizens, are far more powerful than these ancient plays. And that's hard to believe, I think, for many people. But when you see it, it, it's really obvious. Actors are rarely given the opportunity to do something that feels like it's actually making a difference in people's lives with their craft. We have over 200 actors who've participated in our projects who are part of our company uh, who jump every time we say, do you want to do this? Because you can feel the, you know, the needle being moved socially in the room by the performance and know that you've, you've, you've done something really remarkable. So the actors we work with know at, at their core that the project really is, it's not about them. It's not about their celebrity, although we work with very famous actors. It's not about um, signing autographs. It's not about adulation or applause. It's about doing something that feels like it's of service. So if someone's attracted to what we do and they're an actor, um, they're not coming, you know, they're not coming, um, you know, for the usual reasons um, that performers might sign up for a performance. They're coming because they're socially conscious and they want to make a difference in people's lives. And they want to do it with, you know, what they've trained to do their entire lives, not just with their talent, but with the craft they've developed. We work with some of the best actors on the planet. So, yeah, I mean, of course, out of 200 performers, we've had a few actors, and I won't name names, who didn't understand when they stepped into the role that this wasn't going to be about them. That, in fact, whatever they did would be soon eclipsed by the audience and their very powerful responses. But, you know, um, I think... The ones that keep coming back time and time again, like Reggie Cathy, who's going to perform at Rockaway Theater Company on Monday, you know, he's done probably 30 or 40 performances for us, um, is about to go to South Korea and do 18 more in May on U.S. bases. And he clears his schedule because he knows there could be nothing more important to be doing um, as an artist, as an actor, than, than this work. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he, he's so good. Um <laughs> Brian, what what drew you? You know, I was talking uh, about this yesterday. Um, you know, what what was what drew you to this place? You know, to 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 the Greek tragedy. I mean, Greek tragedy was always something that I enjoyed as a kid. And when I when I was an acting teacher, I used to teach it, um, and used to you know teach the kids the differences about Mesopocles and Aeschylus, and uh, you know. But to me, uh, what you've done here. And what you've created here is so powerful. Um, you know, what was the 
you know, what was the journey to get to that? What was, what, what was, sure. you know, what was your thought process to say, I'm going to use this Greek tragedy to reach out to these people to discuss, you know, this subject. You know, yeah. what was the journey to that point? Well, you know, like all artistic journeys, it started with you know, it started with myself. You know, um, I I studied classics, Greek and Latin, in college. I was always told I'd never make a living uh, with my degree. I um, I started directing and translating my own plays, and my ancient plays, my own productions when I was in my early twenties, and um, and then experienced. Um, loss and experienced suffering and experienced the death of my girlfriend at the time. I was 26 and she was 22 when she died of cystic fibrosis. Her name was Laura Rothenberg. And, and when I experienced her death and when I experienced suffering and I experienced some of these extreme emotions that these ancient plays speak to and describe, um, I went back to these plays and I not only was, uh, had a new relationship to them, but it's as if they were written for me or about me. Um, they, they brought relief and solace to know that I wasn't the first person on the planet to have felt the emotions I was feeling. And um, so that's when I started to get this idea. I'm now 40, so that was uh, 14 years ago. But that's when I started to get this idea that if I could simply put these ancient plays that deal with topics of sacrifice and loss and betrayal and the limits of human compassion and, you know, survivor's guilt and all these things that like touch the communities we perform for, if I could just put those plays in front of audiences that had lived those experiences and knew those emotions firsthand, then my hope was that they, those audiences like I had would find relief and solace and perhaps even joy and camaraderie in, in facing some of those things, not just together as a community, but also with a larger community that spans thousands of years, people who've been testifying to the truth of these experiences since antiquity. And that's what led me to the military. And that's what's led to prisons and addiction clinics and hospice wards and places where there've been natural disasters like Sandy, which brought us to the Rockaways the first time. And, um, and the list goes on and on. You know, we have 18 projects and it, it keeps going um, because of course the applications of this work are seemingly limitless um and um and of course uh, you know we're not just to be clear we're not trying to teach people anything about these plays um we don't see that as our job um we really believe in the intelligence that's in every room the people who've never heard of these plays um, but have lived through some of these life's, life's extremities have more to teach us about the plays than we to teach them. So we enter each performance and each discussion with a, a real humility for the people who might be in the room who are there to help us understand these ancient texts. And even I who have this deep relationship with them every night I'm surprised by what we learn from audiences with skin in the game. We're talking with uh, Brian Dorries, if you're just joining us. He's the Artistic Director of Theater of War Productions. Uh, Theater of War is a dramatic reading of Sophocles' uh, Ajax, and it will be presented on April 17th at the Rockaway Theater, uh, Rockaway Theater po uh, Company's Post Theater at Fort Tilden from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and uh, is a free interactive performance. So uh, as someone who I can't recommend this you know, more, uh, for people to come and to be part of um, what 
and I, you know, like I said, Brian, the last time um, you guys came, uh, it was you know really well received, and yeah. uh, it was powerful. It was powerful. People talked about it long after um, long after the performance was over. What did, what did you what did you take away? I mean, when you were here yeah. uh, for the Rockaway performance, what did you take yeah. away from it? I remember it very distinctly. I mean, we've done 379 performances of this one project all over the world. And some of them I forget. I mean, some of them sort of slip away. But I, I remember that night thinking, and I also remember having been with the Rockaway community after Sandy as well and performing the Book of Job. And it was a similar feeling that those who congregated at Fort Tilden, and I know the Rockaways are in general a very diverse, complex you know, set of communities, not one community, but the people who'd come out um, that night, both nights, um, really established, a, a, I think, a, a real truthfulness, a candor, an intimacy with each other very quickly. And, I, I, you know, I felt like that had to come from belonging to a community that had already in some ways been really, you know, had, had passed through some real ordeals with, with Sandy and had gotten to know each other already. And so it was nice to feel like the project went really deep, really fast. Um, because the people who came out to be part of it were seeking something. And they knew about, at some level, the power of um, coming together as a community to face some of the darkest aspects of what makes us human. I was really struck by that. And, um, and the intergenerational power of having everything from Vietnam-era veterans to, and even before, to... Um, you know, contemporary service members and their family members in the audience was really, really powerful that night as well. I do recall that we had a, there was a monsoon that night <laughs> and we had a lot more people uh, yeah. signed up yeah. and, and Fort Tilton kind of flooded and, and, uh, and we, we didn't have a, a tur- you know, we didn't have as strong a turnout as we had hoped, but sometimes that's even more powerful because the people who ended up coming were all the more dedicated to having, you know, be, have it be a transformational experience. And, um, so I remember it for that reason as well, because it's really the hearty people of Rockaway that came out um, that night. Well, that's Rockaway. You know, when it rains, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, it, it's I remember getting a letter uh, from someone uh, when, when I first started in 2014. And they were talking about and completely unrelated to this, Brian, um, yeah. they were talking about post, you know, you know, post traumatic stress syndrome as it related yeah. to Sandy. That kids uh, who had lived through that night, um, not lived through, but I, I mean, you know, uh, experienced Sandy and the flooding and the, the power going out and uh, the fires and, you know, those kids, every time it rains, have trouble falling asleep. Um, yeah. We had a we had a almost blizzard um, that created these crazy waves a couple of weeks ago. Um, and you had one part of the peninsula where the surfers were you know jumping out in the water and 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 surfing these giant waves and then you had you know 10 blocks down 20 blocks down people in their apartment buildings shooting um photos outside the window saying you know pray for us because we think that surge is going to come and flood us out again so yeah you know so certainly it is um ptsd is certainly something that uh while maybe not yeah Right, exactly. It's something that they can. Um, it's something that, that that is with this performance, 
as something that is accessible to those who may not have served in the military. Uh, you know, especially here in Rockaway, people can, you know, access what is being discussed without necessarily having that direct experience, which I think is important. Um, yeah. Brian, I want to yeah, thank I, you. Yeah, you know, I really want to thank you for being part of the show today. It really means a lot to us. Oh, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity to promote it. And, uh, yeah, I hope people come out this time because I think it'd be really great. it's going to be a really great event on the 17th. Absolutely. And uh, again, thanks again. Uh, best of luck with uh, the performance going forward and, and congratulations on your on your appointment and uh, certainly looking forward to uh, the performance on April 17th, but also looking forward to when you come back. And please let us know when you do. Will do. Thanks again. All right. Take care. Thanks, Brian. That was Brian Dory, the Artistic Director of Theater of War Productions. Don't forget Theater of War is going to be presented at the Rockaway Theater Company's Post Theater at Fort Tilden on April 17th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. We may get uh, Reg E. Cathy uh, to be with us before the performance. We're really hoping. He is a fantastic actor, certainly um, part of uh, the great cast of House of Cards. Um, really hope that we can get him. We're really hoping that we can get Amy Ryan. You know her from The Office and from The Wire. Uh, really trying to uh, get them squared away for our podcast. But uh, if, if we don't, certainly uh, really uh, happy that we were able to get uh, Brian uh, and Mr. Moore from yesterday, uh, who was uh, both were so gracious to give us time uh, to promote this performance. And, and again, April 17th, Rockaway Theatre Company's Post Theatre, Fort Tilden, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Riding the Wave. I'm Mark Healy. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.